What's up, hockey and sports fans? You're in the right place. Welcome to the Drop a Puck Podcast. The latest news and information around the NHL with your hosts, Justin Starr and Pedro Rodriguez. Welcome to episode number 13 of the Drop the Puck Podcast. Last week was a huge episode, Pedro. Biggest episode since we started this, correct? Oh, no doubt. Yep. Uh, thank you again to Linda Cohn. Uh, it was an unreal experience. I don't know how else to explain it other than it was an unreal experience. It was, you know, having a lady that's hosted over 5,000 episodes of Sports Center come on a Joe Schmo show. It, it, it was cool. And you know what? She, we, we, we're going to go to a Ranger game with her. I'm, I'm pretty, I'm, Pretty pretty positive that that's gonna happen. I don't know. We should cool that down a little bit. We don't want to spread rumors. Well, we'll we'll see. Uh, but this is episode number thirteen. We have a special guest with us. Uh, we have one of our best friends, Rich. Rich, you want to say hello? Hello. There you go. Uh, he got his first word in on the podcast with baby Boom. steps. Baby Done. steps. Baby steps. Uh, Take it easy. It's gonna be like like we said before, dog days of the summer. Uh, not not a busy week at all. Not a Sorry, Rich, but not Linda Cohn type of guess. Um, but it's we're tough so, to follow that up. It, 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 yeah, it, it's definitely tough. Uh, I don't even know if anyone else would want to back that up. So you, you, you you're brave. You're a brave soldier. You got balls. Um, exactly. I was gonna say balls, but then you I didn't balls, know if Johnny. I would get yelled at for saying balls. But yeah, you have some big cojones. Uh, dog days of summer. We only have four topics today, so uh, let's get into it and let's drop the puck. All right, number one, Matt Cullen signed with the Wild. One-year deal. What the hell? I thought he was going to go out on top. Pedro, I, you were you were like, oh, no, I I figured he was going to do this. Oh, he's a 40-year-old dude. He literally said in his, like, in the interview when he won the Cup, he's like, this might be it for us. Like, I remember him when he was a Ranger. Yep. Matt Cullen was a great Ranger, and now he's 40 years old. He just won... Two Stanley Cups in a row, am I right? Correct. He was with, yeah, he was with the Penguins both years, and now he's gonna come back and sign with the Wild. Like, dude, pull a Mike Fisher, leave with your family, go to Disney, and just have a good time. I don't get it. It's, I, I this, this is, this is mind blowing to me. They don't. He doesn't need. He doesn't need more. It's a one million one year. Exactly. Yeah. It's uh, I know. I've contract. been saying. I've been saying so all. Yeah. I've been go. saying all off season. You can't go wrong with a one year one million dollar deal, but, dude. Go out on top. You won two That's cups it. in a row. You won your. You won two cups at the age of thirty-eight and thirty-nine. Why are you going to come back at forty? And he still has hockey left in him. I mean, yeah, he's forty years old, but he had thirty-one points in seventy-two games, and this guy's a fourth-line player. But wouldn't if, you? You're telling me if you didn't have a guy who put thirty-one points on, he's your fourth-line guy. If he still has hockey left, why not? Would you bring him back on the Rangers? I don't know. Yager's still out there. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> my boy, my boy. Yeah, we'll get into Yager again. I'll pull my whole Yager card again. But, uh, Rich, how do you feel about this? Uh, he's just like a depth forward. I'm not really sure how he's going to fit into Minnesota. They're pretty deep as far as forwards go. But I, Yeah, I, I can see that. But, you know, he, just, he still has one more season left in him. Dude, so he's he can... 40. He just won two cups. Go out on top. Yager's 46. Okay, but Yager, Yager didn't just win two cups in a row. So? Oh, my point. He's if if gonna, I was thirty, if I Florida anyway, so if I knew my if I, I knew my my his... career was on the, not gonna say Matt Cullen's career is on a downfall, but if I knew my career is at the end of its ropes and I just won two Stanley Cups back to back and I have kids, 
I have a wife. I have, you know, a family to take care of. Dude, go out on top. You made your money. Just go out on top. Get a get a coaching job somewhere. Take a year or two. You take a year or two off, and then coach. Do well, something like that. I could see why Minnesota might want him just to kind of mentor their other young forwards. I mean, they have Grandland, Niederreiter. They got your boy Niederreiter. They got your boy Niederreiter. Yeah. I love having an Islander fan on. Yeah, I just get to get to now. get to dig yeah, right. in at it. Uh, has Cal score. Clutterbuck. Sorry, we we might abuse you a little bit They're on the so episode. Bad. But uh, no, you, oh. no, you're right. You you are right. But just to, yeah, he's by far the oldest player on the forward roster. Uh, I mean, the the second oldest is what? Is it Koivu? I think it might be Miku, who I still feel really bad for. Hopefully, he gets out of Minnesota after this year. He's not going to win a cup there. That's my my two cents. I, I still don't understand your logic when it comes to Matt Cullen. I I don't. Just okay, yeah, he's forty, but like I said, he still has hockey left in him. I mean, if wouldn't you want to keep playing? I mean, yeah, he's he's won three cups already. All right, I'll go into an adult league and just kick my friends' asses. Seriously? Yeah, seriously. Whatever. I mean, Uh, dude, if I if I won two cups, if I won two, I like it. And Minnesota has a great team. (sighs) They have a great team, and what do they lack? They lack scoring in the playoffs. And this guy has performed in the playoffs the past two years. Now, do you have anything else to say? I I already spoke my I already. Do spoke you think my piece. he should have went back to Pittsburgh? Was that even if if there if, if, if I don't think that was an no. Option it was there. definitely think, not. It was definitely like not an option. It was then. definitely not an option. No. They were not bringing him back. But when you win two cups in a row, like here he goes with the two cups again. D- he could have. It's, it's a perfect. It's a perfect story. I won Listen, two cups. Yes, in sports we hear about these fairy tale endings, but it's a guy who dude people go their whole careers without winning one cup. If I just won two cups back to back with a stacked Pittsburgh Penguins team, and I knew that you know I Chris I, I play won, no Chris if Kunitz, I'm okay. Chris Kunitz has won four cups. He's still playing. Okay, but he's is he forty? He's close to it. Is he forty? He's what? 37? No, he's not forty. He's not forty, so he still has years left in him. Uh, and you're telling me Matt Cullen does it. Matt Cullen is guy, Matt, there's only guy, one guy. No, Yager, there's only Yager, one. There's Yager only Yager one. Years there's only one guy. He's a living legend, and his name is Yarmir Yager. He is the only guy that. Okay, I'm not saying Matt Cullen is a legend. I'm not saying exactly. That, but I'm Yarmir saying Yager a guy, is a goddamn legend. I'm saying this is a guy at 40 years old who can still perform at the. How league, old is Chris Kunitz? Who could still perform in the league? I'm looking up Chris Kunitz right now. Uh, I don't know why I looked at Pittsburgh. I forgot he went to Tampa. Yeah, he went to Tampa. Um, I want to know how old Chris Kunis is. He si- I know he signed a, a short-term deal. How, how old is he? He's 35. Ex- no, no, no. There's wait, a no, five-year no, no, no. difference, a Pedro. Wait a minute. Wait, he's 37. Yes, he's okay. 37. All right, so that's still a three-year difference. That's still a huge... Dude. No, I'm sorry. Matt Cullen, you should have went out on top. I'm Next year, you're probably going to regret. That's just why, why? my take. It's my take. Why? Why would because you regret it? It's a one-year, $1 million deal. Yes, he makes another million dollars for his family. Does he need any more money? Minnesota has a great team. I mean, don't forget. Are they, are team... they a cup-contending team? Yes. No. yes. no, they're not. Absolutely they are. No, they're not. Why? Don't Dude. forget this team was second in the West, right behind Chicago. Okay? Yes, they got eliminated by St. Louis because they couldn't score goals. They struggled at the end of the year. Yes, they struggled with their depth, but... I'm going to go their down team, the line right now. Team is- I'm going to go down the line. Zach Parisi is still a good player, but he will get hurt some t- at some point during the season. And if he doesn't? Miku Koivu. 
great player, up there in age as well, 34. Uh, Mikkel Granlund, best player on the team by far. Uh, Nino Niederreiter, young, great player, don't know okay, why they're... Okay, so we're 5-5 five for five right now that everyone's good. Okay, keep going. Yeah, it was only four, actually. Okay. Uh, Nino Niederreiter, like I said before, uh-huh. don't know why the Islanders traded him for Cal Clutterbuck. Tyler Ennis, mediocre in my eyes. Don't think he should be making four point six. Well, he also went was in Boston, uh, Buffalo. Yes, well, so. yes, true. Uh, Eric Stahl, have my takes on him. He's still a good player. He's still a stall. I think all the stalls are good. Mark is on the downfall. So is Eric. Jordan's probably the best stall playing hockey right now. Oh my god! <laughs> are take. you kidding Hot me take. right now? Whatever. Are you? Did you not see the season that guy just had? Yeah. Okay. One. He put up sixty something points. I I might be a little little bitter from what he did with the Rangers. Okay. Okay, you also had a coach who didn't know where to place him. I'm just he's, saying. He's still the coach of the Rangers. <sighs> That's um, another topic. <laughs> yeah, Charlie Coyle, solid player. I like him. Jason Zucker, doesn't do it for me. Chris Stewart, absolutely doesn't do it for me. Uh, not going to judge a 19-year-old Luke Kuhn. I'm not going to judge him. Entry-level deal. I'm not going to judge Joel Erickson Eck. Dude, like they're, they're, Marcus Foligno? No. Sorry. All right, can we move on? I all right, yeah, sure, whatever. I I all right. So final take on Matt Cullen. Great deal. Great deal for you. Yeah, I guess if you wanted another million dollars, but I think he should have went out on top. Two two cups in a row at the end of his career. Deciding factor. Should what? Rich is a deciding factor. I'll say it's a above average deal. No above average. No, but Rich, my question is, if you were thirty eight, won a cup. 39, want a cup. Wouldn't you, with a family, made all your money, want to just go out on top? I mean, it's hard to say because if he still feels like he has hockey in him and can play good hockey, he should go to a team and still play hockey. I guess. Why, why would someone just retire? Yes, he's won two cups. Yes, he's 40 years old. But you don't know his family situation. What if he has a house in Minnesota? It's his second stink in Minnesota. So I'm just right. saying. I mean, what if he lives there? You don't know. Do you talk to Matt Cullen? Yeah, he's actually one of my best friends. No. Uh, on to the next topic. John Tavares. Here we go. This is one that I wanted to talk to Rich about because this is an interesting one. They just came out, and I believe he said that he's keeping all of his his options open. Is that not right? That's not what I've read. I, I read that he's going to keep... I, he's yeah. not going to worry about it right now, but oh, he's, right, keeping, right, right. he's keeping all options open. He's, you know, he's not going to worry about it. He's not going to focus on whatever. But like he said, he's going to, he's, he's in progress, obviously with contract talks, but Hey, if something else happens, something else might happen, which was an interesting, interesting little tidbit. Well, we talked to Linda last week. She said the same thing and how John Tavares should keep his options open. I mean, his options open. I mean, this is a team that is very unsettled when it comes to their future i mean they don't know where they're gonna play um the team surrounding him is just i mean you got you got jordan Everlay, but you only signed calvin dahan to a one-year deal which i think calvin dahan is your best defenseman um so for him i mean if i was him i'd keep his options open especially now he can he can make up to that 10 million dollar range yeah, and I think he'll probably get between he should, 10 he, or 11. He should definitely 10, get around there. North of 10. He should Absolutely. definitely get around there. But yeah, he said, I'm trying to determine things. Let the process run its course. Keep the lines of communication open. Keep it all internal, but it's 
been good so far? All right. It has been brutal because <laughs> nothing has come out about these negotiations. And I just keep on looking and trying to see if there's been any progress. I mean, this is this is some of the best news I heard so far, though. Are you happy with the news that he's saying he's going to just let it run his run its course? I, well, I mean, I think he means like let front office and let his agents take care of it. I mean, he's not going to he doesn't want it to affect his playing is, uh, you know, his playing on the ice. I mean, we'll leave that to the professionals who deal with that. And he just no, I mean, listens. Tavares is definitely going to just focus on playing hockey. But this still leads us to the point where if a contract isn't settled on by the trade deadline and the Islanders are out of it. They're going to try to move him if there's no deal in place. They don't want to lose him for nothing. That's tough. I don't think you move him. That's tough. Rich, so so you're you're an Islander fan. You're a diehard Islander fan. You guys are out of the playoffs. You're nowhere close to a deal with Tavares. Nowhere close, all right? Now, you're you're the general manager. You're, you're, You're big, bad Garth Snow. You risk losing him for nothing... Or you you, tr- you you move him at the deadline for well, a solid package. Well, that's going to depend on how exactly the negotiations are going. If you get the feeling that there's a good chance that he'll come back, then I think you you don't trade him. But if you get start getting the feeling that he's not going to come back, seems then like you a, might want seems you like might want to Le- think about it. it. Seems like a LeBron James situation in Cleveland. Oh, that's another thing. Where, oh Bye-bye. yeah, uh, yeah. Well, we're not a, we're not an NBA podcast, yeah, let's, let's but uh, but it seems like a LeBron situation where you know Cleveland thought they'd keep him and uh, made the decision on ESPN to uh, take his talents down to Miami. Maybe John it's, Tavares says his take his uh, as Pedro would want to hope take his talents yeah. over uh, you know over to Madison Square Garden. And I just brought him up because it could make sense. I mean, the Rangers are a team that go after big guys like they this. They always do. They always do. But so I just don't think we can if Tavares it. is interested in a big stage, he wants to be the he wants to be the center of attention. He wants to win a cup, and if he wants to stay in close proximity, why not? It's obviously the Rangers most likely won't get him because of his asking price. I mean, how the Rangers could all of um allow a 10.5 in their cap it or possibly more. But, so then, I think he could be just as likely to go to the Devils. Then, if you want to, if you, really talk I mean, about like possibly. I mean, playing close now and, that now that they have Nico Heischer there, uh, but it's tough because they're probably the Devils are probably relying on Nico Heischer to be their number one guy, you know, in the future. But it's it's, it's gonna be interesting. I I just think this is another Steven Stamko situation. I I I really do. I feel like it's that's what well, that's what Linda said. Right. She, that's I I exactly feel like it's just said. gonna this is gonna drag on. It's going to drag on, and then a deal's going to end up popping up. And I, I, I really do believe he's going to stay with the Islanders. No, I do too. But it's just it's just fun to see Islander fans sweat it out. Oh, yeah. It's a it's lot a of blast. fun. It's really it's a blast. It's, it's, a, it's so, a lot blast. of fun. Are you kidding me? Uh, but, Rich, what, what are your opinions on the whole uh, Belmont situation? How they want to build the arena on the, uh, the Queens-slash-Long Island border in Belmont Park. They want to do, like, a 43-acre whatever. I, I would love it that. It sounds nice. I would it love sounds that. great. That, that I seems mean, a lot it, closer. If it's, it gets well, it's, done, then yeah. It's closer than uh, the Coliseum would be, for, for us at least. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know if there's a train station to Belmont. I'm not sure. I mean, we drive. I, w- I think I would I would probably drive but, to uh, where it's thinking about going. Possibility but. with Belmont. Apparently, Dad also somehow plays into his wanting yeah, to stay the, here. I, I mean, as it should. 
I mean, this is a I guy. Think that's just part is... of being unsettled and exactly. kind of wanting to. I try to be best prepared as I can be. It's a big decision, obviously, because it's eight years of my career, really entering into the prime years and a great opportunity for myself to achieve what I set out. Dude, it kind of sounds like he I mean, might, he might, he might like, jump ship. I don't. It depends. It depends. But the he did say up. he did say making it to the Angel, wanting to win a Stanley Cup, and wanting to do that with the Islanders, which. At the end, yeah, he, he had to. He had listen, to. If you're an added. athlete, you got to be politically correct. Yeah, and that's something he has to say. So, it is what it is. Um, I think he stays anyway. I do too. No, I, I honestly do. Who knows? Maybe it might be a short term deal. Maybe I'm just you know maybe it's a short term deal. See where it goes in the next couple of years, and if it doesn't, he moves on. I think for him, money wise, I think it would be better to take a long term deal. Money wise, absolutely, I think so too. Um, but, it's going to be tough for him, even if it's a four-year deal, to get another. He's absolutely. not going to get an eight-year deal that. after right, that. But. Right. Now, let me ask you a question. If he doesn't stay with the Islanders, where do you think he goes? Is Toronto an option? I I don't think Toronto, because I think that's Austin Matthews' team now. But I think he's going to want to go somewhere where he can compete. As Pedro would say, the New York Rangers. Um, Could Listen, he I'm go... Just... <laughs> Could he go They're gonna maybe? Be in it. They're going to be in it. To maybe Minnesota gets rid of Koivu and he could go to Minnesota. Oh, that wouldn't be bad for him. Totally interrupting the show, but uh, to our listeners, Pedro Rodriguez uh, just turned 21. I did. So uh, we're going to sing a little happy birthday to Pedro. I'm going to let uh, little guest star take it away. Wow, that was great singing. Yeah, that was that was that was fantastic. Pedro, happy birthday! Thank you. It was it was great. It was it was great celebrating with you last night. It was a good time. Finally, twenty one. Oh, and Pedro, you actually got a new writing gig. Tell us about that. I did. I just got into it. Yeah, so so Pedro, so I I've been writing for BlueLineStation.com about the New York Rangers, but Pedro just got his own little gig. So Pedro, throw it out there. What do you got? Yeah, uh, so it's for... Let me just find it real quick, because this literally happened yesterday, so... was it, Sports? Well, it's SportsBotNet. That's the guy's, like, uh, thing, but it's for... And you're going to be doing all... You're going to be doing just New York Rangers? You're going to be doing NHL Well, in they general? told me NHL, so I guess whatever comes into it. Um, yeah, it's SportsBotNet, and, uh, you know, they asked me to just asked me if I wanted to write with them and I said they asked me uh NBA NFL first off and I was like I'm not kind of a hockey guy <laughs> yeah I'm like I don't really know those sports but uh you know I told them I'm you know NHL obviously and then uh he said uh we're actually looking for NHL guys so I sent him two more articles and he said he'd love to have me so there it goes and then Justin took my phone yesterday and uh you can keep go with the, that we gotta keep that on the wraps we got to keep that on the deal. That's got to stay on the deal until all deals are finalized. Uh, but yeah, uh, so let's go on to the next topic. We got pasta, pasta, pasta rumors, pasta rumors. I hear Mama's cooking up some uh, pasta, and there might be some meatballs in the pasta. There might be some, you know, I don't, I don't even know what else can be in it. Uh, but 
there's rumors that if there's not a deal made, he'll be on his way out. That would be that would be the third or fourth 21-year-old that the Boston Bruins have sent out of their franchise. They have sell, they they sent out Phil Kessel at the age of 21, Tyler Sagan at the age of 21, Dougie Hamilton at the age of 21. Uh there I think there actually might be one more, but I also could be wrong. I mean, but Boston. like I saw something on Twitter. It's like, oh, at least uh, no one else has sent out, you know, three other players at the age of 21. And I was like, wait, Dougie Hamilton, Phil Kessel, Tyler Sagan. Like, yeah. I mean, what are the Bruins Boston, doing? Boston, just get the deal done. I mean, Boston, I feel like is a team that just it's like a win now team. And if they don't see that their players are performing, they're out. And so they messed up big time when it comes to Tyler Sagan. I don't know what they were thinking. That guy. Had He's the a talent. Stud. Like He's I had a talent to be a forty stud. goal scorer in the league, and he proved it in Dallas, obviously. And they blew that. Phil Kessel, honestly, it's another thing they blew. Um, I don't know if, if anything happened behind the scenes with Phil Kessel or Tyler Sagan. I think Tyler Sagan was being a little mature at his age, but um, again, now Phil Kessel is a two-time Stanley Cup champion. So, and Dougie Hamilton is performing extremely well at uh, in Calgary. So. This just popped into my head. He wasn't 21, but do you think they let Joe Thornton go too early? When he went to San Jose? I mean, that's, that's tough. Uh, honestly, he definitely wasn't 21 honestly, and in his prime. With, I'm not familiar with the deal. Um, I don't know what they got back um, in exchange for Joe Thornton. But uh, no, that, that's tough. I mean, Because he's still playing some solid uh, fucking yeah, hockey. Absolutely. I mean, he's literally the king of assists I mean the guy has over a thousand assists so you know it's tough I mean sometimes I don't know what the situation was in Boston with him um, I don't know what their cap was or whatever yeah this was this was years ago by the way yeah this was years ago. I so, it, like I said he was just off the top of my yeah, head I mean obviously he's a obviously he's a very he still is a very very talented uh centerman who's 37 but in in Boston's rebuttal they also got Chara from the Islanders. So, yeah. Boston Islanders chops again? <laughs> yes, a little bit. If we have an Islander fan right here next to us, we have to kind of bust a little know, chops. Chara, yeah, the Islanders, honestly, going to the Islanders now, I mean, they drafted Roberto Luongo. Mm-hmm. They drafted Zidane Chara. Mm-hmm. And those two guys. Did they just, draft Todd Bertuzzi, too? I believe they, yes, did. they did. They did, yes. <laughs> right? They did. I don't understand what the Islanders were thinking. Um, the the 90s and 2000s were not really the best. But you also time you also the had some dude that like probably you probably had some dude that like could work at Air Trampoline Sports running your fucking franchise because he he did some fraud and you had some you had some non-millionaire running your fucking team. Oh yeah, I mean the Rangers were the same in the early 2000s. I mean the Rangers were that team that would just buy the good guys. They would buy the freaking Bobby Holeeks and the uh, Eric Lindros and oh, well, and dude, the, the Rangers, yeah, the Rangers has Scott always Gomez. been that. Yeah, Chris Drury. I'm, I'm not gonna say Chris. I think Chris Drury was pretty decent. I mean, Brandon Shanahan, cool. he was the big name at that. Hey, yeah, no, I love. Believe me, I love Shani, but he is that name. Exactly Absolutely. what you're talking about. Shani was that name. Yeah. Uh, Lindros was that name. Yeah. 
Uh, it just goes on, and I still can't believe we got. I still can't believe we got Yarmir Yager for Anson Carter, and they and Washington paid for like three fourths of his goddamn contract. I don't know how that deal was accepted. I don't know how that was accepted. But no, you're right. The the Rangers are, and that's why I know you bring in John Tavares and all these names because the Rangers are always in. You know, we we got Marion Gabrick. We he was that big name. We got Brad Richards. He was that name. We got the biggest name. We got the biggest name in um in the free agents this this offseason. We got Kevin Shattenkirk. So I mean, the Rangers are always up there with these big names. I understand that. But and now we're back onto John Tavares. But I just I don't know. I think the Rangers have kind of turned a leaf. I don't think the Rangers are always after those big name well, free agents now. I think they're after them, but uh, whether they get them or not, they they're they're only giving you hey, this is you're gonna take this or leave this. We're not well, gonna go over well, overboard for in you. The early two thousands, the Rangers were that team that would overpay their players. Pavel Burry, he's another yeah. one. I mean. The Rangers would overpay their guys, and they would not perform on a big stage. And now, you, you have the players that want to come to New York. They want to play for the Rangers, so they're willing to take less money and less term. And we saw that with Kevin Shacker. Yes, it's his hometown team. Yes, I get that. But you still have players that will take that term and salary and cut it to play for a team like the Rangers now. But... We we really went off board. We were still talking about pastas. Anyway, I want to get pastas. So so what do you no? So I want everyone's opinions on what's going to happen with pasta. Does he get traded? Does a deal happen? Start with you, Pedro. Ooh, that's tough. Um, Does he? Do you do you actually think they might trade pasta? I don't think so. Um, they they can't, they have to learn from their mistakes, right? Because it's going to drag into training camp if it does um boston wants him for a long-term deal but you know you just never know with these trades i mean who i did not see a tyler sagan trade come when he went to dallas i i did not see that coming um so i'm not going to rule anything out especially with boston and their their yeah their history i'm going to say no i think pasternak will stay in boston but you wouldn't be surprised but i would not be surprised if he's traded what uh, i won't even ask i was going to ask what type of haul does he bring in it's got to be pretty hefty. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's got to be a pretty hefty deal. I mean, you know, we'll get into the dry saddle deal later, but that, the dry saddle deal is a factor. And I mean, it's a big factor. Um, he's, dry saddle's an eight year deal, $68 million, 8.5 cap hit. But that's going to be, that's going to be big. I mean, that's who they're comparing him to. I mean, we saw that with examples uh, of Ben yeah. with the Grandlands. We saw that. And Nita Ryder. We saw how Zibanejad's deal affected them. Um, it's going to affect his deal. Um, but I, I, if it will be that max eight-year deal, I don't think he'll make an 8.5, 6.5. No, 5, he, yeah, uh, he, he, should, he should be he yeah. a little less. 6.57 is where I can see it. But their numbers have been in the same ballpark, which is another thing. Like Their numbers, like I, I just read it off before to you off air, but their numbers were kind of in the same ballpark, which is interesting. And that's what you were saying. Like, they're going to base each other, you know, like his contract is going to be based off of this. And it's it's interesting. Uh, what do you think, Rich? I think you you could probably say that now that Dreisaitl signed, it's going to really help, I think, Boston sign Pasternak. Um, I think... I'm going to butt in real quick. I just found it. 
Uh, Lee Andrade settled 191 games played, 50 goals, 87 assists, 137 points. Pasta, 172 games played, 59 goals, 64 assists, 123 points. So now, do you guys think that there's a $2 million gap in between these two players? Drysaddle had 77 points last season. Okay? And this guy, he's a star. And when you're playing along Connor when you're playing alongside Connor McDavid, uh, yeah, Connor McDavid is a that's that's God. right there. So yes, I, I do think that's there's that gap in, in, in money and So do you see him making like do you see, do you guys see Pasta making more of a Zibanejad type deal? No, it's, I think it's going to be more. I think it's probably going to be between maybe 7.5 to 8. Yeah, that, that's hefty. That's it. But, hey, if you're willing to pay that for a guy that you think is going to perform at a high rate for your team at right. the age that he's with, right. and he has the chemistry with, Mc, with McDavid that he does, why not give him a little overpay? Which I, I see that. But it's just, yeah, it's it's definitely... Okay. So, since we're already talking about it, we'll talk about the draw settle deal. Well, should we uh, go on to the next topic then? Let's do it. Go on to the next topic. All right. Pedro has been chomping at the bits for this no, last topic. I, no, I was not the one who brought it up. Okay? We're allowed to disagree, Pedro. No, we were sitting on the couch with our friends and opening up gifts, and we talked about the dry saddle deal, and I said it was a Pedro, deal. Pedro, what, what did you get for your birthday? What did you get for your birthday? A box of Heinekens. No, well, what else? What did you get from us? What, well, yeah, you got a box of Heinekens, yes. Justin and his, and his girlfriend, Kristen, I got a... Uh, they gave me... It's kind of like a picture frame type thing, and it's uh, it's the Rangers logo. Uh, and the background is MSG, which is really cool. And then I got a box of Heinekens, too. By the way, shout out to Casey. By the way, Casey's birthday as well. Happy birthday, Casey. She's she she retweet she does retweet us. So so happy birthday to Casey. Uh, con- continue because then Rich and her girlfriend, Rich, uh, his girlfriend, Rich and got, his girlfriend yep. Marissa also got me a gift. Um, kinky, great alcohol. Oh, you might you might get you might get a little hate on that. Everyone's gonna be nah, like, oh, kinky. Nah, nah. You got kinky. Honestly, you gotta try it. <laughs> put, put some ice in it. It's good. Sh- it's good shit. Uh, they got me dump Trump toilet paper. Um, I'm not going to get into politics on this No podcast. politics on this podcast. Um, nope, not happening. What else? Uh, he might agree with it. He might not agree with it. It might be a joke in either way. Not a politic. No. Uh, yeah. And they got me a Rangers bottle opener. That's a magnet. So my girlfriend actually got me the same one. So, so you got two. One upstairs, one downstairs. Look at that. So. Look at that. Can but never yeah, just, have enough bottle openers. No, it can never. Can never. now. Forget it. Um, anyway. So we were talking, and I said the dry settle deal was a good deal. Eight years, sixty-eight million, eight point five a year, eight point five ABV. Um, and this schmuck over here to my whoa, left. Whoa, whoa, easy with the schmuck, man. I, I, I prefer, a I prefer asshole. Decided. Don't call me a schmuck. I prefer asshole. Decided that it was not a good deal. And <laughs> to me personally, dry is a guy who. Is deserving of that eight point five. Yes, I. You're gonna make you. You can make your point now because I will all get into that. So you can make your point. Okay. So, and I think Rich actually agrees with me to this to this point. Correct. He's an Islander fan. We don't. We don't. 
no, no, not Richard agrees with me. It's just a lot of money to lock into two players. Now, if you compare it to other teams that have locked in a certain amount of money into two players, you're talking about Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taze. You're you you can't. I'm yes, Connor McDavid. You're talking about Avegni Malkin and Sidney Crosby. Uh, you, you can you can talk about locking money into two players, but and with actually with um, Montreal, theirs is Shea Weber and Carey Price. They're going in a total opposite direction, in my opinion. But I just don't think. Uh, yes, Drysaddle had a good year, but did he have a great year before that? Yes, he had a decent year. He had a decent year. But also, Connor McDavid was on that team as well. But Connor McDavid was hurt half the season. He, he, Connor McDavid was full, full health this season. He had averaged. He I, got a hundred points. And when McDavid is going, Drysaddle is going. And when is McDavid not going? This no, me, no, I no. Believe me, guy. McDavid so, is a absolutely generational guy. Right. I completely, I will never argue you with that. The money. That McDavid's making is a steal. Actually, McDavid even said, like, didn't he's like he? They offered me like what? It was like, yeah, like that's that's insane. That is insane type of money. All right, continue though. But yeah, continue. You you brought Patrick Kane in, Jonathan Taves, um, Sidney Crosby, Evgeny Malkin. You know the duos of each team. We can't forget how the cap is different, and it's. The transition of the game. The game has transitioned to young guys. It's young talent. Can we all agree on that? And yes. Fast. No, no, yeah. And no, it's, it's definitely a fast game. Right. Yes. So, I mean, uh, Patrick Kane and John Tays are making what? 10.5? Yeah, 10.5 a year. You know, it's just, it's different. And, you know, Dreisaitl's like that young guy who, honestly, they're kind of lucky he got 8.5. He could have maybe gotten more somewhere else, honestly. If someone offers sheets them, but no one offers sheets anymore. They, we've gotten so, into that before. I, I don't know why people didn't throw the books at him. Right. So, you know, it, like I said, the times are different. The cap is different. Um, you're looking at that team. You're looking at Edmonton, and they're going to be good for the next couple of years. Yes, they got a lot of money tied up in Connor McDavid making 12 and a half and him making eight and a half. But don't forget, Brian Richard Hopkins is still locked up for another four. You got Milan Lucic locked up until 2023. 20, you know, don't forget these guys. I, I, I do up. feel, though, Lucic is going to slow down. Possibly. Yeah. Possibly. But they're, they just have to My My only thing, my only, my only concern, all right, my only concern about Dreisaitl is, yes, I'm, this is totally going to be unfair on, on my part, but his first year in the league, it was 2014-2015. I think he was 19 right 19 cuz now he's 21 yep. so 37 games played two goals seven assists he was turning into i don't want to say it but a now yakupov it, it it seems no. it seems like that it's it didn't year. it seems like it that's one year I but mean, now yakup yeah now yakupov he was a number <laughs> yes he was a number one overall pick yeah and he turned that. into a bust so but with drysdale it it started to seem like hey how many picks can Edmonton fuck up in... Well, this guy was a third overall pick back in... Third, like, second, first. They're all supposed to be generational yeah, players. Not generational. Well, they're, they're, they're not supposed to, to, to be busts. No, no, no. But they're not supposed to be busts. Like Neil Yakupov. I mean, top ten picks should uh, top ten picks shouldn't be busts, but we've seen it. No, but I... All right, just hear me out. All right, so 
that that year is up. So this is at the end of his entry level contract, correct? Okay. That's when he's making this deal, right? So then the year after that, well, seventy. He's Exactly. Yeah. So 70, 72, 72 games played, nineteen goals, thirty-two assists. Still not worth eight point five million in my books. Then he played a full year last year. He crushed it. Twenty-nine goals, forty-eight assists for a total of seventy-seven points. I still don't think he's proved himself to make eight point something. He's still. So you're saying he just on those three seasons he deserves more money than Mika Zibanejad. You're saying he deserves more money than this guy and that guy. Like, I get it. I get that he's playing. He's also playing on a line with Connor McDavid. I'm sorry, but if you. So you exactly. Could, I mean, he's. Gotta my think. point is, my point is, they're taking a risk. They're taking a calculated risk with it's giving like, Drysidel eight point something million. It's always a risk. I mean, I hate to bring up the Rangers again, but you're you're still taking a risk with Zibanejad. Yes, he's only making 5.3, but he hasn't proved himself to be a number one center. So what has Drysdale done for eight points? Something. Playing with Connor McDavid, if, you could put you anyone put, on the line with okay, Connor McDavid. Exactly. If you put Mika Zibanejad on this team, I guarantee you would get eight point five. If you put up seventy seven points. But that's my point. So it's so I mean, it's just such a. There isn't much. I get where you're coming from. I get it, but it's there, the me, proven the proven factor from Drysdale isn't there yet. He had one great what season. About his he had one great season, dude. One great season. That's not making him... Dude, I can have one great season, and I can be the rookie of the year, and all of a sudden I'm making eight point something million. It's just... If if I was a GM... If I was Chiarelli, I am not giving him eight point something million. Too late. Exactly. Too late. Yeah, and Chiarelli is known for fucking things up. Correct? I mean, if you want to bring back Boston... That's season. what I'm saying. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. I get what you're saying. And trade wise, he's also hasn't been great for Edmonton. I think Leon Draisaitl is a guy who deserves to be making this. I thought the Islanders stole Maybe. Jordan Eberle, so I I'm on your part. I'm on your side with that. Probably wouldn't resign Strom. I don't know. Yeah, I'm on your I'm on your so, side with that one, Rich. That's nothing. I would do that trade in three seconds. Exactly. Office. So I I I just, I just well, there's also that. Griffin Reinhardt when I they traded that. him to yeah. Edmonton. I think that was a great deal for well, the Islanders. Out moving Eberle. You knew it was either going to be Everly or Nugent Hopkins, and they got rid of Everly. I believe Everly yes. makes $6 million a year. Six. So they ha- they would have to get rid of one of those contracts to sign Drysdale to this deal. And they knew this deal was going to come. They saw this guy performing. It had to happen. He and performed for one year. They saw it. That's my biggest... I'm sorry. You can disagree with me all you want, but the dude performed for one year. Listen, he might turn into a Hall of Fame player. He might turn into one of the best... Edmonton Oilers known to mankind, but to take the risk on one year and say this is how this guy's can perform every year from now on, at it's just at eight point five. I'm sorry, that's just a huge, huge risk. And you can disagree with me all you want. That's just my that's my personal opinion. I don't know if Rich agrees with me, but for one year to give a guy eight point five million, that's a huge risk. Okay, so Ryan Johansson deserves eight million. Honestly, I don't I think would, so. I, I honestly No, I honestly don't think so. Right now, no. But he he will in the future. Okay, so Leon Dreisaitl could show in the future as well. I'm, I just I, I, no, I'm it's just saying. I mean, no, no. Johansson got overpaid what too. What about Kuznetsov making seven point eight? He had what? He might actually had two good years with Washington that got him well, the money that he's is, getting. This is what I'm saying though. The league is starting to revolve around these young guys. 
it's and just that's what it is and they're paying them it's very risky i don't know what else you would do though i mean could you sign him to a, maybe a three four year extension and then see what happens i don't know if he would have done that i think he probably right. wanted eight he wanted to max eight his his value and but then so that's where honestly at that point if this dude is like this is just my thinking if if, if this if this dude has proven himself for one season and he's demanding this much money and yeah i guess yeah he he'd, he'd be wanted around the league he's definitely wanted around the league there's no doubt about that so then at that point you know i'm not peter chiarelli i'm i'm me i'm me at that point if i only had one guy you know performing for he he finally performed like He's been in the league for three years. He finally performed for one year. And now he's demanding 8.5. I would either try to bump him down for a shorter term, shorter shorter term, shorter money, or I might just ship his ass, his ass off to wherever I can get the best value. Well, you can't forget, this guy is... And maybe that's actually what happened with Phil Kessel. I don't know the exact Phil Kessel deal or whatnot, but maybe that's what happened with Kessel. This guy is a cornerstone of this team. Okay, he, but the, he's also team, playing with Conor McDavid. Okay, right. Okay, but those two guys are the franchise guys. And the chemistry is there with McDavid. I think that's huge. I mean, I mean he played last year. If you get rid of Leon Drysaddle, that's seventy-seven points gone. If there's any Edmonton Oilers fans listening to this podcast right now, tweet us at Drop the Puck Pod. We're gonna have you on next week. Any Edmonton Oilers fans that are listening to this podcast right now at Drop the Puck Pod, tweet at us. You're going to be on our show next week because I, I, we, we both actually want your input on this. Actually, anyone's input to be honest, to be completely honest with you. I just, like I said, no, it could turn out to be a tremendous deal. It could turn out to be a tremendous deal, but right now it's a very, very, it's a very, very risky deal. That's 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 as simple as that, and that's all I can say. 8.5 for a guy that produced one year. That's it. Unless they're on NHL 17 and they see that he has an A potential and they're like, oh, this guy's going to turn into a stud because that's how NHL 17 works. It's like sophomore year, he had 51 points in 72 games. I mean, that, that, as a 20-year-old, that's potential. I mean, yes, he's not Connor McDavid who just got 100 points. Well, and half that season wasn't Again, with McDavid. He's he's in a he's in a category of his own. He's up there with Sidney Crosby, but for a guy, I actually at the average. end of at the end of McDavid's career, I think he turns out better than Crosby if he he has to win a cup. He has to at win a least, few cups. Well, I mean, honestly, one cup is fine with me. I mean, as long as you win the league. But anyway, um, come on, no, he'll need two cups. Two. But I mean, come on. To me, he's worth 8.5, but I'll leave it at that. Yeah, so that's it. Um, so, yeah, we're going to uh, close up the episode. We're going to bring this to an end. Uh, first off, we want to thank uh, Rich for coming on. Rich, Hello. yeah, thank you. Uh, I know you've been wanting to time. come on. Yeah, it's, it's fun. It's, good time. it's definitely definitely a fun time. Uh, whenever you want to come on, just let us know. As long as you don't have anyone else lined up, feel free to come on. Uh, other than that, we're getting closer. Pedro, we are definitely getting closer to the beginning of the season. Yep, it's almost here. That uh, that preseason's almost here. Training camp. That that breakup between us and NHL. I think NHL is finally starting to realize how much they missed us as well. 
Uh, so now it's at the point where when we throw rocks at the window, they're not really ignoring us, but they're like looking out. They're like, Ooh, I, I kind of, I kind of wanted him back too, but we'll, we'll see. Uh, we'll see. Uh, Grab that bottle of kinky. Yeah. <laughs> uh, where the, oh, those Hunnikins. Uh, but yeah, so, um, thank you all for listening. Uh, I'm going to do the whole spiel again. Like we do every episode you can find us on iTunes. You can find us on Google play. You can find us on SoundCloud. Uh, we're really, we really want to try to break the top 200 sports and rec, uh, Mark on iTunes because I, 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 like I said, we don't know Google play, but Pedro actually looked at Google play. I don't think you can review. You just listen, right? So all you really do is just listen on I mean, Google Play, right? Then, yeah. So, yeah, so, I mean, Google Play people, if you listen, thank you for the listens. Uh, we That 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 shows up on our SoundCloud. But uh, iTunes people, please subscribe, review, leave a five-star review, please. Uh, it matters, and we we would like to, you know, get up there. We're, we're trying to bring on these higher-up guests. We're trying to make something out of this. So we appreciate everyone listening. Uh, other than that, we're getting closer. That's all we can say. We're bringing on guests every single week. We'll keep doing this every single week. We're going to fight through the dog days of summer again. I'm going to be saying that until training camp starts. Uh, other than that, it's been a pleasure. Rich, thank you so much for coming Thanks on. Thanks for having me. Uh, at, at Drop the Puck Pod on Twitter. At JSTAR02 on Twitter for me. At underscore Rodriguez 20 underscore on Twitter for Pedro. That's with an S, not a Z. Nailed it. Uh, Other than that, thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you guys next week. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Drop the Puck Podcast with your hosts, Justin Starr and Pedro Rodriguez. On Facebook and Twitter at Drop the Puck Pod. We'll catch you next time, NHL fans, on the Drop the Puck Podcast.